0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Process Podcast. I'm Charlie Witkowski, joined, as always, by my best friend, Nick Veronica. Nick, I am in a great mood this week.
1: Wow, you just called me your best friend. I am now in a much better mood than I even was before. (laughs) Thank you for that.
0: Whatever I can do to help, man. Keep a (laughs) smile on your beautiful face. Dude, the Bills are 2-0, heading into a big game this week. I am excited for Sunday. I am was a little on edge last weekend but man I am looking forward to this week. How are you doing?
1: Dude, the Bills are too 0 oh, that's all you got to say.
0: That's all you got to say. That's
1: I'm a all little All right, we got the Rams coming to town. I'm a little like just like I'm a, I'm putting up my fingers here like just thumb thumb to index finger. Just a little worried that they they kind of beat up on two cupcakes and now they're playing a real team this week in the Rams. The Jets are pretty darn bad. The Rams are good. This the there's only there's only two uh, two matchups this week of teams that are two and zero, and the Bills Rams is one of them. So I think it'll be a good test. I think if the Bills can show that hey we can beat uh, good teams and just the crappy ones too, that'll be good for them. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm really hoping they can get at least one of the linebackers back on the field because that looked kind of not so good last week.
0: Yeah, you know what? I was usually in a week like this, it's great to have the West Coast team coming out East. However, the Rams were in Philadelphia last week, and if I'm not mistaken, I think they stayed out on the East Coast, so that East Coast advantage may not come into play too much this week, which is fine, because it sounds like the Bills are going to be getting back uh, at least one or both of Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, which is, I think, big news Uh, so far this week
1: yeah um, Tyler Higby, the tight end for the Rams had three touchdowns last week and the Bills got gashed by Mike Kiseki without their linebackers so that sounds like trouble if neither of them can play
0: absolutely and I think you saw um, some good things out out of the backup linebackers uh, but man they bit on every little play action that there was uh, that Ryan Fitzpatrick and that Miami Dolphins offense threw their way, and uh, they they just seemed to to jump that line real quick on that play action and left the middle of the field wide open. That's something you can't do this week with Cooper Cup and and uh, the Los Angeles Rams
1: and our old friend Robert Woods.
0: Yes, former Buffalo Bill Robert Woods, who in my opinion, man, kind of got the 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 short end of the stick. I liked Robert Woods, you know. Uh, I just feel like he was kind of rushed out of here without even a thought in mind to bring him back. And I, I feel like he's a very underrated wide receiver. Uh, finally starting to really make a name for himself out there in LA. Well,
1: I'll tell you, I was, I was covered in the bills in, uh when he, in his contract here and he was a third round pick, I believe. So he didn't have a fifth year option. And uh, we were, we were just asking him, you know, do you think you might resign here? And he didn't want to like say anything negative, but he gave the impression he was ready to test the free agent market and, he got paid by the rams i'm happy for him he was always a nice guy but i don't i w- would not my opinion that he was like forced out i mean he could have been utilized better here obviously but i think he was he was looking to get out once his rookie deal was up
0: absolutely absolutely but hey you know what he's doing well i have no hard feelings towards the guy no 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 um all. just like how i have no ter- no hard feelings towards uh last week opponent another former buffalo bill ryan the Amish rifle Fitzpatrick,
1: what's the, I have like uh, very, very positive feelings, like just the total opposite of, of bad feelings here, All right? He's got the beard. This week it was actually funny. They're playing the Jaguars, and Gardner Minshew has the mustache. It was like beards versus mustaches. I was like, this is the the matchup America needs.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I have NFL Network on the screen right now while we're doing this, and Gardner Minshew just came on. And I will say, I'm I'm not a big Mustache guy, except in the month of November, you know, I grow my mo for the bros.
1: Happy November,
0: absolutely. One more month, I can't wait. My w- <laughs> my wife absolutely hates it. Um, but with that said, I will say, Gardner Mitchell's got a beautiful mustache,
1: yeah. Josh Allen, uh, one thing he could learn from Gardner Mitchell is absolutely nothing about football, but a lot about facial hair growing,
0: And Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I feel like. If Josh Allen could grow a beard, he could have one just as luscious as Fitzpatrick's. But, uh, well, you know, the, the, I feel, I feel the, like he's right is doing a lot
1: time. of work there. If he yes. could grow a beard, I mean, yeah. Yes,
0: yes. It, it would definitely take some work.
1: But, there, was a, there was a great political cartoon in the Buffalo News this week from Adam Ziegler's, who is phenomenal, and it said something about, there's a picture of Josh Allen's face, and it said, like, off-season growth. And it was a mustache, <laughs> and it was like the word "franchise" was like written in on the mustache. Like it was yeah. perfect. Adam, Adam's incredible.
0: I saw that, and I showed my wife, and she goes, "What does that mean?" I'm like, <laughs>
1: "It's good things. It's all good." But hey, enough about facial hair, because hey, I could talk about yeah. that all day. Let's talk about Josh, man. Holy cow, he looked like the franchise last week. Nick, Josh Allen. Now I know it's the Jets and the Dolphins, and
0: um. He looks like he could be the real deal, man. You know, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic right now. You know, being a Bills fan for for thirty years has made me this way. I don't know if it's real or fake. You know, I keep going back to I, I, I you're gonna hate me. I don't remember what year it was, but I remember the day. Every time the Bills go two and o, three and o, four and I remember watching ESPN in the morning, Sunday morning. And they were saying, "Oh, the, the bills are four and zero, and you don't know any of the players on the team." And they had Brian Fitzpatrick and um, uh, Fred Jackson come on and like more or less introduce themselves. And, and I'm like, "Oh man, this seems like for real." And sure enough, I think it was another eight and eight year, seven and nine
1: year, and hmm. you know, after that, they didn't do anything. I thought you were talking uh, about Trent Edwards.
0: No, Trent. The Trent Edwards ones are just as bad. But to that point. We've seen this song and dance before. Um, we've seen this, uh, uh, you know, even even a few years back, even last year, right? I, I feel like everyone was kind of cautious, cautiously optimistic last year as well, knowing how easy that schedule was for Buffalo. But at the same time, we thought at, at, at Bill's fans, this is what we've been waiting for for so long. And I think now Bill's fans are looking at it very much the same way. Hey, Josh Allen's 2-0. and Josh Allen has uh, so far through 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 two games, 804 total yards, 729 yards passing, 75 yards rushing. Um, that's more yards than most of the
1: NFL. He's number one in passing yards through two weeks. I cannot remember the last time a Bills quarterback would have been number one at any point of the season.
0: Yeah, you know j- – I think of Jim Kelly, right? You know, Jim Kelly's probably the last. That's
1: probably when, I mean, unless Bloodsoe had like a really good start one year, but probably, I haven't, I should look this up. It probably is Kelly.
0: Actually, I will will correct you there. It's not Kelly. If I read my stats correctly this week, um, Doug Flutie
1: has the
0: same, had the same amount of yards. I mean, it was a 400 yard passing game, something like that. But I know his yards through two weeks is very close to what Josh Allen's were, but. To the point I was trying to make before, Josh Allen has eight hundred four total yards uh, this season. That's both rushing and passing. That's more than twenty-two teams in the NFL, including hmm. um, the two teams that are playing on Thursday Night Football
1: this week. You, you, Jaguars, you're you're talking about Dodgers. not just not just their quarterback, the entire team, the entire team.
0: Whew. The yeah, more more yards on his own than twenty-two other entire teams have. That is
1: just, just crazy. This is like. So you're saying that we've seen this song and dance before, but like we haven't really seen this version of it. I want to ask you, you, I don't know if you saw this. Do you know how many people Josh Allen threw for 417 yards last week? Do you know how many quarterbacks in Bill's history have thrown for 417 yards?
0: I want to say probably like
1: three, four, maybe one. True <laughs> blood, maybe just Josh Allen. True <laughs> blood, South through for 463 yards in 2002. Joe Ferguson in 1983 had 419, and then Allen and bloodso also had 417 one other time. That's it. Josh Allen had more yards last week than Jim Kelly ever had in a game. Like so it doesn't feel quite the same to me as before. Like I know that we were just programmed to be like, oh my gosh, we had a 17 year playoff draw. Like we've seen this before this. We haven't really seen this version. Like this feels new. And I'm like, just your Buffalo niss is like, okay, Nick pump the brakes. Like, you know, it's early. We've seen something like this before. Lots of stuff could still go wrong. Man, I just like I'm tired of pumping the brakes. I'm tired of like quarantine. Like I just want I want this to be real, and then you gotta like check yourself. You're like, no, like the fact that you want to be real that bad is like a sign that you need to wait a little bit. So, man, I'm hoping we see the same Josh on this week against a good team, and it's not just beating up on the bad teams.
0: Well, and, and you know what? Even through, um, through, through, through this point of the season last year, right? Josh Allen had, in, in week one against the Jets, he had 254 uh, passing, 38 yards rushing, one touchdown, two interceptions. And then in week two last year, he had 253 passing and only 21 rush yards and a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. So it was definitely there last year. I felt like people maybe weren't going as crazy and not paying as much attention because he wasn't throwing four touchdowns a game. He wasn't uh, – looking I guess you could say more confident in the pocket, right? Mm-hmm. He he looks more calm in the pocket. He doesn't seem to just be trying to get rid of it right away. And part of that is the offensive line has been blocking very well. Um and 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 he's looking good under pressure. Josh Allen this season so far has had two hundred and well at least last week. I'll go off of last week. Mm-hmm. Last week alone he had two hundred and twenty yards passing when he was under pressure. Which one of your quarterback throws 419 yards a game? You know, doesn't seem like a lot, but man, those were numbers we weren't getting last year from Josh Allen. You know, under pressure, I felt like we were more worried about him being under pressure and throwing an interception. Yeah. Or, or doing I mean, something do, stupid yeah, with the ball. Yeah. All.
1: Doing something dumb. <laughs> you
0: know, and, and this year it's like he's making smart decisions. Now, do you think part of that is Stephon Diggs? Is part of that the chemistry that he's built with? John Brown and Dawson Knox and Cole Beasley and, and Stefan Diggs at this point of the season and, and through the offseason that they had, what is it? What, what, what do you think has really become Josh Allen's strength so far? This what
1: season? what do I think? Or what am I hoping? I'm hoping it's like Brian Dable has finally unlocked something in Josh Allen and he's calling the right plays and Allen's reading the right reads and he's making the easy throws because In theory, a guy with his arm strength should be able to work at so many more levels than other quarterbacks who just can't put the ball places Josh can put it, and Josh should have – he should be able to do things that just other people can't do, except maybe Patrick Mahomes. And Mm -hmm. we're maybe starting to see that where it's like people can run routes 30 yards down the field and you can like not have to hope that's just like a bomb you kind of hit. It's like, no, 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 that was like the plan is like, you know, and you can work on levels like that or, or even more important, more uh, advantageously, you can make defenses have to respect that and then beat them in easier ways. That's, that's what I'm hoping it is. What, I don't know. I mean, like I feel like I'm repeating myself here. I'm just really hoping it's not just an aberration because they played two garbage teams.
0: I feel the same way as you, like I'm kind I'm in the same boat. Um, You know, usually, and and the other weird thing through this whole, whole, especially last week, how many times last year and and the season before did we have to see this defense come out and win football games for this football team?
1: Um, Most
0: weeks. Right, right. Last week, Josh Allen took over and said, Hey, you know what? We're missing two big pieces on that defense,
1: Mm -hmm. I got
0: you. Get on my back, I'll carry you.
1: Right. I got you this week. Like, can you – great point. When – like, just just pick something off your head. When was the last time the Bills offense put the team on its back and said, we're going to win this one on the offense?
0: You know, so game didn't really matter, in my opinion, too much. But the last game that I think of was – The Kyle Orton game in Detroit, which was a while ago, but I mean,
1: that's a phenomenal call.
0: The team has gone done nothing though, really, since then on offense. Like (laughs) that was the last true offensive victory game I could think of.
1: Yeah, that was a fourth quarter comeback, I think. Right?
0: Yeah, and and I remember leaving that game like, okay, Kyle Orton could come back to play next year, and I'd be (laughs) okay with it.
1: Yeah, they carried uh, Jim Schwartz off the field.
0: They did. They did. And it was a definitely a ballsy move to do, uh, but I, I felt like the offense won them that
1: game. And, and, and
0: Kyle Orton said, "Hey, you guys get on my back. I'll lead you down the field, you know." And, and he and he put everything up to the to, to the kicker to win the game. And and Buffalo did just that. Um, it's definitely not something that we see often, right? Before that, I would even go back to the Bledsoe days. I I feel like is really, you know, the last true uh time where we saw it multiple weeks, you know, maybe through through multiple seasons where the offense really went out and won this team football games. We don't see that all the time, so so it was surprising. I was very happy, as you could probably tell in my voice, and uh, <laughs> you can't see me on camera right now, everyone listening, but I have a pretty big smile on my face just talking about last week, and that's how excited this team has made me um. I don't know about you Nick but what what does Josh Allen need to do this week to to kind of keep the Josh Allen hype train going, you know? Is it in my opinion, I don't need him to come out and throw another 300-yard game. I just want to see him come out play a clean game. I'm okay with maybe one interception You're going up against a a much tougher defense. Um but I'm expecting this week if Tremaine and Milano come back I I expect this team to be led by the defense more this week than than more so the offense because I feel like this offense is the, the Bills offense is really going up against a very tough defense in the
1: Rams. I, I would say Josh needs to have the Bills in position to win the game. If they you know play well and lose like that, that can still be a good performance for him, but. If you're the franchise quarterback and the Rams are the Rams are good, but they're not like the Super Bowl Rams a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Like they're just a regular good team that'll probably make the playoffs in the NFC or be like very competitive if they're not with seven teams. Like I think that they're pretty likely to make it. Now you got to be a playoff team. Like mm-hmm. if you you think back on Josh's career, um, actually I looked this up. I I can tell you in a minute. Like how many good teams playoff teams has Josh Allen beaten or beaten sound. Like I don't think he's ever beaten a playoff team soundly. Like th- this would be a good step to say, you know what? We got some injuries. Cool. Every team. Did you see what happened last week in the NFL? Every team's got injuries. You say, we got, we trade away our first round pick to get Stefan Diggs. We got John Brown. We got Cole Beasley. We got running backs. We got everything I'm going to put together and I don't know. Maybe the maybe defense lays an egg and they lose. I don't know. But the quarterback needs to have you in position to possibly win the game. And if they win ugly, I mean, I don't know. You're trying to make the playoffs. You're trying to win a division. At some point you're just banking wins. But show me that you got the goods against a good team. No, I, I
0: agree, Nick. Going even back to last season, you know, um, looking through the schedule, The Bills beat one team last season that was in the playoffs. Hmm. And that was the Titans, and the Bills won that game 14-7. to And I was at that game, and it was no – you know, in my opinion, it wasn't a great game by Josh Allen. He didn't didn't have a bad game. He was uh, 23 for 32 for 219 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Then he also ran the ball uh, 10 times for 27 yards but it wasn't a game where you're like oh my gosh this guy's taking the next steps. I also didn't think at the time Tennessee was going to even make a run in the playoffs.
1: No, but if you yeah. remember that was Marcus Mariota one of his uh last games as a starter, right? That was his last game.
0: Yeah, that, that was that was Mariota's last game as a starter was against Buffalo and the, and after that game Buffalo went 4 and 1 and Tennessee was 2 and 3 after that game. So so two teams on two different ends of the spectrums after after week five last season. So it was a much different uh, game, much different uh, time of year last year. But this year, Buffalo plays Tennessee again. Um, In my opinion, looking at the schedule, these next four weeks are going to be some pretty tough weeks for the Bills.
1: Right. All right. I have the stat in front of me here. That game you mentioned is Tennessee, that is the only playoff team Josh Allen has ever beaten. And I know it's only his third year. Mm Mm-hmm. He Mm -hmm. beat the team the week before they benched their quarterback, and then they got really hot with a different quarterback. All right? Yeah. Last year, he lost to Tom Brady. He lost to Carson Wentz and the Eagles. He lost to Lamar Jackson and lost again to Tom Brady. Those are the playoff teams the Bill's faced last year. In his rookie year, lost to Tom Brady, lost to Deshaun Watson, lost to Phillip Rivers. So that's, that's what we're talking about here. So what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one and seven against playoff teams is what Josh Allen is. And I guess one in eight, if you count last year's actual playoff game. So, all right, man, like we know that you're getting better, but like, just let's see it. Like, that's, what's exciting about sports is like, you don't always have to just be like, Oh, well, you know, we were probably, we probably could like, no, you just go on the field and you actually do it. And this week, it's exciting. We get to stop like hoping and thinking and wishing Josh, like, we're going to find out. I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, not to look past this week too much, but you want to talk about a good test for your quarterback and your young team. You know, Buffalo's going against up against a Rams, a Rams team this week, Nick, that don't forget made the Super Bowl two years ago. You know, they, they were in the Super got Bowl. a great coach. They have a very good coach, a very young, smart coach. Um, and then, Three weeks from, from Sunday, they go against last year's Super Bowl winners and the Chiefs. Luckily, that game's at home. I'm hearing rumblings that there's going to be some fans. That could be a big game changer for the Bills. Um, But, again, it's not an easy schedule. The Raiders look pretty good. Uh, they looked really good on, on on Monday night, that's for sure, and that's who the Bills have to play next week. But, you know, these next four games scare me, and then after that I think it get, it gets a little – I wouldn't say easier – But you get the the Bills have the Jets again, Um, the Patriots come to town, the Seahawks come to town, and they go out to to Arizona to play the Cardinals. And I feel like after the Chiefs game, that's the next game that I really have circled where I feel like it could really give them a run for their money. Um, I think this Bills team can beat the Seahawks, but I definitely think Kyler Murray, the way he's playing and and, and running with the ball and throwing the ball this year, um, can really give this team some trouble. But not to look too far ahead – Nick, let's go back to last week real quick. Highs and lows. Um, Who were you other than Josh Allen? Because obviously we talked about how happy we were with Josh Allen's game already last week. Other than Josh Allen, um, what was your positives from last week and and what were your negatives?
1: All right, positives. I think Stefan Diggs just looked incredible. You're like, wow, this is the guy, number one, we've been waiting for this is the guy we traded our first round pick for. And I, I think I tweeted something out. I'm like, just Stefan Diggs is incredible. Josh Allen's first year, his receivers were like Kelvin Benjamin, Zay Jones, and somebody else who was not very good. Robert, Robert Foster, who actually ended up mm-hmm. being like the best of three. And it's like, this is so like light years ahead of that. It's like that was a real thing that an NFL team thought was okay to put on the field to try to help a rookie quarterback. This, like, I just got excited watching Diggs. Um, Gabriel Davis, really, really nice touchdown catch. And let's see, for my lows, uh, we got we, we to gotta go with uh, Mother Nature, um, <laughs> causing the CBS truck to lose power and forbidding all of Buffalo to watch the game for about 20 minutes. Um, F you, that was not cool. Not see. all of
0: Buffalo. I, I'm i in Georgia. I still lost okay. the game. My okay. Are you on in Sunday Buffalo, Tuesday?
1: Charlie? No, you're not. Come on.
0: I still lost the <laughs> game, though, man. Okay,
1: you're not game. in Buffalo. You know? <laughs> um,
0: Got to make my point. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so I, I guess conversely, an up would go to WGR because a ton of people tuned into their radio stream. If you lived in Buffalo, you could get it. Um, it's just, man, it's not the same here in a radio call when they're not in the stadium, they're like calling it from Buffalo because you can't travel really, so it was it was tough for them. I know it is; it just it lacked some energy, I thought. But
0: hey, you know what? the the, the rain kind of sucked uh, in general last week. It didn't yeah, I felt bad
1: for the fans who were there, and then they just got frigging rained on, and then there was a lightning delay, and it's like, what do we do? Like, we can't. it's your mask even work when it gets rained on? Like, like, I don't know. Well, I was watching
0: the Bills game. And you know, watching it to, to the end, uh, because it got closer, especially towards the end. And I went to turn on the Kansas City Chargers game to go check on Tyrod. And next thing you know, Tyrod's oh. not in the game,
1: man. Tyrod, I feel so bad for that guy, yeah. yeah, absolutely. He, the, the,
0: the, not to touch on it too much, but you want to talk about a guy that can't catch a break everywhere he goes, he gets hurt and he loses his job, he lost his job, you know, two years ago to. Baker Mayfield, because he got hurt, he very well might lose his job. Now, Anthony Lynn is saying that Tyrod is still the starter when he gets healthy. But, however, Justin Herbert looked pretty good last week. We'll see what he can do this week with the full week of preparation. Um, yeah, hold man, on. on.
1: We, we, I don't, I don't want to leave and say he got hurt. He was getting an injection for, like, because right. he had pain in injury. his ribs. Yeah, for an injury. And the team doctor punctured his lung with the needle. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought the yeah. – like, Remember when the Bills were in a playoff race and he got benched for Nathan Peterman and you're like, wow, that's like the worst thing that could ever happen to, to this guy's career is get benched for this fifth rounder. Who's totally not ready. And you're like, and the chargers were like, nah, we, we could do worse than that. <laughs> like, yeah, let's have yeah. the team doctor puncture his like, you could hold my beer. You could probably sue for that. Like, I don't even, I don't know. The NFLPA is looking into like, this is like horrible, horribly wrong. I feel bad for Tyrod. Pairs up, man. Even if you didn't think he was a good quarterback, he was a good dude.
0: He was. I I, I always liked Tyrod, and you know they they do come to Buffalo this year on uh, the 29th of November. I uh, wouldn't mind seeing him going against his old uh, his old coach and Sean McDermott and and uh, some of his old teammates. But I'm excited to see what what's in store for the Chargers now with Justin Herbert. I mean, right. I'm a big fan. You got any uh, Bills ups and downs who aren't on other teams? Yeah, man so I do have some, uh, obviously, you know, don't have to say it. We already talked about Josh Allen. I agree with you on Stefan Diggs. He had a great game last week, you know, really, really justified that number that first round pick that Buffalo sent over to Minnesota. Um, you know, needless to say, I wasn't surprised. I, I I thought for sure Diggs would have a big game and, and I did call not to toot my own horn or Brad's own horn, but, uh, did cause Fondux touchdown? No big you deal. You did, you did, you know, and it was and it was a nice one. Not that we could see it, um, <laughs> but from what I saw in the highlights, it was a nice touchdown. Um, you know, and 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 Arrow Downs definitely got to go to the defense um, all over the place. You look at uh, Levi Wallace last week; I felt like really got exposed a lot. Um, and and Fitzpatrick, being the veteran that he is, granted he's not always the best, but against Levi Wallace Fitzpatrick looked really really good and Levi Wallace just could not cover receivers for squat last week and it's not the first time we've seen this it's something that we've talked about in the past right Nick about where what is Levi Wallace's future on this team you know he's in a contract year again this year is it it's time for him in my opinion to either step up and be that number two defensive back or when Josh Norman gets healthy in my opinion he's He's on the bench. He's 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 falling back down the depth chart, and, yeah. and Josh Norman is your number two.
1: Yeah, and Norman was first on the depth chart, so it is like Levi Wallace is in theory a backup who's being pressed into action right now. Right. So I've like that's basically his. And for for a backup, I don't think he's terrible. He did get exposed last week. Like you don't want him out there forever, but I, I Josh Norman can come back after this game. This could be the last game he misses. Um, I would think. If if he's healthy, they gotta look forward to getting Norman in the lineup.
0: I think so. Um, he's definitely needed for sure with this uh, with this defense, especially you know with with the number of injuries that we've already seen to two of your big players. You know, if a, if a defensive back goes down, Buffalo needs Josh Norman back fairly quickly. Um, but yeah, with that said, and obviously the linebacker play, I wasn't too disappointed too much with the linebacker play in the run. Defense, but man, that, that pass defense last week was was bad. And you know, Fitzpatrick looked like um the Fitzpatrick of old. But you but you could definitely say that he was definitely playing, in my opinion, like a quarterback that knew that his starting job was on the line, win or lose. You know, and he played Yeah. Okay. But but you could but he played like a guy that said, Look, I may be thirty-seven years old and you may have this Stud quarterback sitting behind me, but I'm not done yet.
1: He, scored, he stepped up. He scored 28 points. He played a very good game. Very good game. They had the lead in the fourth quarter. The defense couldn't mm-hmm. hold it. I agree. That would have been agree. a big upset, too. Like Fitz, like I don't know. He wasn't great, but they scored 28 points in an NFL game. That's that's enough to win.
0: Right. My my other big down though, real quick, Nick, and and it, I feel like we say it every single week. This third quarter offense, dude, bad. The, This team, and I don't know if it's Dable. I don't know if it's game planning. I don't know if it's the offense just not executing. But this team in the third quarter, week in, week out, cannot move the ball, cannot score points, can't do a damn thing. Why is that? What what are we missing here? You know, it's every single week.
1: Yeah, so at halftime, you know, you're looking at the stats like, wow, Josh Allen's like, he's definitely gonna blow past 300 yards. I'm like, I looked up, you know, the 400 yard games, and I want to say he threw for like 23 yards in the third quarter. The mm-hmm. the, yeah, the Dolphins had some longer drives. He might have missed a couple throws, and that there's off the field, and it's but it's, uh, I don't want to get like too worked up over two weeks, but like, are you not doing like, what are you doing at halftime? Like, the other teams are making adjustments, it seems like. Like, what are you countering with? Because it seems like they haven't had an answer in the third quarter yet. And I know that we are a little bit nitpicking since the fourth quarter was so good and they did come back. But at some point, you're going to play actual good teams, and you can't always leave points out there like that.
0: Well, going back to good teams, look at the playoff game last year. Look at the Houston game.
1: Do we have it to a, Man, I don't want to think about that game. <laughs> not
0: that I want to go – no, not that I want to bring back those memories. But to make the point, it was, again, a game where they took their foot off the gas in the third quarter with the lead and completely fell asleep. And at what well, to your point, Nick, when they play the good teams, look at the outcome. Look at what happens. You know, this game with Miami should never have been this close. Now, granted, again, missing Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano in in that in the middle of that defense is a big deal and really takes a big hit for your defense. Understandable, but there's no reason why this offense that was being so explosive last week in what seemed like almost every drive outside of the third quarter should have put up zero points.
1: Yeah, the uh, the Dolphins ended up covering the spread last week.
0: Yeah, ton yeah, of the I mean, money.
1: The Buffalo News has story, like 91% of the bets at one of the the books in Vegas was on the bills, and 95% of the money was on the bills. Anytime you hear something like that, you're like, something's just wrong. Like Vegas doesn't take losses like that. Vegas is Vegas because something the future will be weirder than you can imagine. And man, they they must have made a killing in that game.
0: Yeah, and you know what, man, it's a it's a game that looking back, you know, you, you kind of put uh, – I, I guess you could say you, you kind of understand the outcome, right? Again, you're missing two big guys on defense. Your your offense, moving the ball strongly against a bad defense. Who lost number one defensive back early on in that game? I believe it was the first drive Byron Jones went out. And that left a rookie to cover Stephon Diggs, which we saw how that worked out. Um, but, you know, really looking back, I think back to the field goal that – Tyler Bass kicked in the second quarter that he almost missed. If he misses that field goal, this game's tied and maybe going into overtime.
1: Yeah, we call almost missing a make, so I'm going to give him credit. <laughs> he, he actually put it through in the ref, He put it through by enough that the ref couldn't miss it this week. So, hey, do you and Brad, credit where it's due. I believe you both said Tyler Bass would not miss a kick, and he did not. So good job on that prediction. Thankfully he did not
0: miss a kick, (laughs) Um, but you know, Hey, enough with the bad let's look forward. And and I guess, and and enough with last week, enough with the past, let's look forward to this week and what the bills have coming up with the Los Angeles Rams. I know we've touched on it a little bit, um, but they have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey coming to town this week. And let's face it. That is not a stingy defense that this, that, this bill's offense needs to go up against this week
1: yep we were uh i saw there's espn had an article with they talked to people who work for nfl teams and they were ranking nfl teams by how analytically savvy they are basically uh the bills scored highly in that which was nice to see after years of like doug marone's punting um i think they they were fourth in one of the polls so that was good to see but it got me thinking about some other you know analytics and i started looking up uh, some of the advanced stuff. Um, it maybe is you don't feel that this is advanced, but one of the things on the, just on the advanced stats page that caught my eye the Rams blitz at least their two weeks on only 15.7% of plays. That was third lowest in the NFL. So that makes you kind of wonder you're like, well, when you have Aaron Donald, do you really need to send extra rushers? And then on the other hand, you're like, well, usually, you know, pass rush and coverage kind of go hand in hand. So if you can, you know, if you can't cover, you you need the guys back in coverage. So like, are they having trouble on the back end? Like what, you know, what's kind of going on there. So I'm worried about Aaron Donald, but Josh Allen, you know, he should, if they can block, which is not always a sure thing. If they can block, I kind of like Josh Allen with time.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I I think Josh Allen with time is always a better Josh Allen, right? We've, we've seen that in, in seasons past, but you know, this, this defense, it's a, a tough defense. It's, you know, you worry about Aaron Donald in general, right? The guy is, the guy's a freak. He's not, he's not human. I I don't know about you. I watch hard knocks uh, and this year was both LA teams. And they did a lot of showing with Aaron Donald without a shirt on. And the guy is just like, <laughs> like he is, he's, he's chiseled. He, he's not human. He does he's not human. I don't, I don't know what he is, but he is not human. Like he eats probably 50 steaks for dinner. The guy is just <laughs> massive. Um, but lo- looking outside of that, you have the top paid defensive back in the league and Jalen Ramsey
1: Going against um, the the what is this is Trey the second highest paid?
0: Trey's the second highest. He was the highest paid until Jalen got paid about a week later.
1: Um, but yeah. By the way, that whoever, that contract, like people were like, "Oh, Trey's underpaid." No, Trey got paid. I think the Rams dude, like, maybe gave Ramsey too much money.
0: I think so too. I I I'm I'm not a big fan of Ramsey. I I don't feel like you know. Him, him and Stephon Diggs. I, or I'm sorry, not Stephon Diggs. I'm Stephon Gilmore talking about another defensive back. You know, I, I feel like they they get a lot of the attention because of where they play, and I feel like Ramsey got a lot of a lot of the attention in Jacksonville because of his mouth. Um, you know, and he wasn't afraid to say what he wanted to say. I think Jalen Ramsey is good. I don't think he's better than Trey White though, and maybe I'm just 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 being a a, a Bills fan, but I do think Trey White has shown a lot more positives uh, throughout his. Seasons his career than what Jalen Ramsey has. Jalen Ramsey, don't get me wrong, is a very good cornerback, but maybe top five. But I don't think he is a better cornerback than than Trey White.
1: We get to see this week, man. I'm looking forward to it. We'll find
0: out. And it's and and let's face it. I mean, both offenses are are, are fairly explosive. The Rams are going to be most likely without Cam Akers. It sounds like uh, Sean McVay did say today that Cam Akers is not coming along as quickly as what they were hoping. Um, So they're going to be down to their second and third string running backs. And Buffalo is also having some issues with Zach Moss, their, their running back draft pick. Uh, Zach Moss hurt his toe this, this past week, and he hasn't practiced in two days. So we'll see where that leaves them uh, come Sunday. It, it may be a, um, a, 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 a TJ I Yeldon week. Hi, Toby. That's <laughs> You guys can't here. hear that. That that's my dog barking <laughs> in the back saying go bills. <laughs> but yeah, he uh um you, you know it, we may have our first TJ Yeldon game of the year.
1: Yeah, and when you mentioned the Rams weapons on offense, they go you got Robert Woods, they got Cooper Cup, like they can they got the tight ends working. Uh it's good could be a game that really tests the Bills backfield and coverage or defensive backfield and coverage, especially if the if the Rams go three wide a lot. Um and when they were rolling in the Super Bowl, Goff, you know, they were going three wide and Goff was, you know, picking teams apart that way. And they seem to have lost that groove a little bit. But mm-hmm. they still can threaten it. Sean McVay can draw it up if he sees a weakness on film and they're going to go after the weaknesses. So this is a team that can punish mistakes a lot more than we, we've seen so far.
0: I think so. You know, um, I, I think it's going to be a very good game. I, I really think this game's going to come down to how um, each team's offense takes advantage of the defense one way or the other. Um, you know, I, I, I think we're, we may be looking at more of a defensive one game on either side of the ball, but the offense, both offenses are going to have to contribute in big ways this week. Let's face it. Um, you know, with, with Cooper cup, and Robert Woods for the Rams, you know they got weapons. They're not they're not two guys to take lightly either. Um, Cooper Cup is like a fantasy football owner's dream. No yeah, offense,
1: if you're in PPR, yeah, absolutely
0: in a PPR league, absolutely. But but he's a guy that if he gets to the middle, much like what we saw last week with Miami. Miami had no problem getting that ball into the middle of the field and taking advantage. And they got Higby, who. Is, is is a very good tight end. I mean, you're looking at another weapon that could really exploit this defense a little bit. And if if Tremaine Edmonds and and Matt Milano aren't 100 this week, they who who's going to really cover a tight end like Higby? Higby's got speed. He's he's very similar to a Rob Gronkowski in his size and his speed. You know, obviously not as strong as Rob, or not as much of a a a a game plan threat yet like Gronkowski was, but. He's still someone that you got to worry about and you got to take into consideration. And you look at the Bills on the offense side of, offensive side of the ball. You know, you, you you can assume like what we've seen a lot of is is teams are going to be trying to double cover or 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 take a lot of that that heat onto um, Stefan Diggs. That's going to leave Josh Allen with his second and third reads open and. Uh, Cole Beasley, who really, in my opinion, has doesn't have a lot of problems getting open, and John Brown, who has done a great job in that number two role, and like Stefan Diggs said two weeks ago, maybe one of the most underrated number two receivers in the league.
1: I was surprised, I'll admit, I was surprised to see that the uh, Vegas line was Bills minus two. The Rams are coming to Buffalo, and they're getting two points. Mm-hmm. It was a little surprising to me. Yeah, it,
0: I like I said. I feel like it's going to be a close game, man. It's definitely a game that after last week, if Buffalo would have went into Miami and blown out Miami, and it would not have been close, I wouldn't be as concerned. I feel like this week, but because the game was as close to what it was, because um, you know that we saw the defense struggle, I'm a little bit worried that this offense is a lot better than Ryan Fitzpatrick and. And, and Devontae Parker and, yeah. and, and Gasecki, you know what I mean? This is a high-potent offense that has some skill that, again, two years ago was a Super Bowl offense. This is Josh Allen's first big test of the season. If not, maybe even his biggest test so far of his career, besides the Patriots and Tom Brady and all of that. This is where Josh Allen takes that next step, and he either is able to take that step this week or or not and and this is going to be a big test for him the one thing that worries me is we've seen josh allen in these games where we say he needs to step up and take that big test sometime resort back to that old josh allen that just throws the ball away and tries to do too much with it and the josh allen that turns the ball over too much buffalo can't afford to have that josh allen this week
1: yeah all right, man. I am with you. I'm looking forward to watching the game. You got any any more questions here before we sign off? Were there any fan questions this week?
0: There was no fan questions this week, um, but yeah, yeah I, I did have a few questions for you.
1: Okay. okay. Actually, you know, I did have a fan question on Facebook. If you want, it's a Sabres question. If you want to save that for the very end.
0: No, why not? let's let's take it. Why not? I'm 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 in such a good mood this week, man. Let's just I'm, I'm open Even, for
1: okay. Uh it was just uh Eric Stahl, do you think he can be a true number two center for the Savers?
0: Uh yeah, because they have no one else and from all the
1: reports <laughs> that we hear, they're not gonna go out and spend money on anyone else. So uh all right, I, 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 let, I, let I me let like me rephrase player. it then. Can can they might have to use him as that? Can he be like a true NHL product? Can he get the production of a true NHL number two center? You know what?
0: Yes, because you're, I, I think Buffalo's going to put him with Skinner and they are going to put him and Skinner on a line together. And they had a lot of success with each other in Carolina. And, um, yeah, I, I could see him being, being a productive, true number two center. He still has some skill. I mean, he's not a, not, not a lazy player. He's, he's a very good player at his age. Uh, and he'll continue to, to be what he is. I'm mostly hoping that he's going to be able to step up and mentor the Casey Middlestats and mentor the, um, uh uh Dylan Cousins and 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 help them hopefully take that next step when he's gone which sounds like it might be after next season anyway if he comes. I've also heard reports that he's even thinking about retiring and not even coming to Buffalo but we'll see what happens. Hockey season's still four months away after after the cup's over.
1: Hmm. Do you have a Stanley Cup pick while we're on the topic? Uh I don't really like either team can they both lose <laughs> they cannot both lose you know I, I i
0: will say i think tampa um i think tampa's finally gonna get the call i still don't like dallas uh because of 99 so much i i don't like dallas for the exact same reason i hate the titans because they both beat buffalo in the playoffs and titans fans haven't let us forget it and neither have have dallas stars fans so you know what i hope dallas loses i hope that, i hope from this point on uh tampa closes it out and they they, they win the series
1: in five games yeah i'm gonna just echo everything you just said
0: <laughs> good i'm glad i'm not alone on this like like sometimes my wife will be like you're just bitter i'm like
1: no i'm but, telling no, you, it, no, you yeah you we are like that's exactly the point like like the worst thing that could have ever happened happened and uh we just chose like mm-hmm. didn't forget about it because we care it's like it was the same year which was the worst thing
0: <laughs> 99 was not a good year for buffalo sports
1: <sighs> All right, we're focused you know, on, uh, on the 400-yard the, the, the quarterback is what we're focused on here. So, uh, so um, anyway, back to the Bills. You have more questions. We have a yes. couple more minutes to answer them.
0: So I know we said, you know, what 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 do we think Josh Allen is, is – what, what are we expecting out of Josh Allen this week? Do you think Josh Allen has another 300-yard game this week?
1: I'm going to say no. I'm going to give him – I'll I'll put the over under for you at 275. Okay. What do you think? Over or under? Um I'll take the under because I feel like Buffalo's
0: gonna run the ball a lot more because I feel like this offense or this the, the, this Rams defense is gonna be expecting them to come out and and uh, and throw the ball a lot this week. And I could see I could see Brian Dable being like, Hey, I fooled the guys with all the passing. Now now we're gonna <laughs> run the ball. Especially if you have TJ Yeldon and um, Singletary this week, I like Yeldon. I think he just gets a short end of the stick being the number three back. I like Yeldon on this team, and um, I think he can be productive as the number two. And Singletary is finally going to actually, I, I feel like if, if Zach Moss is out, touch the ball a lot more and be able to get in rhythm.
1: Okay. You know, uh um, yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping like if the Bills get down a bunch, which I don't think will happen, but I suppose it's possible like they could just have to throw a ton and then he might get over mm-hmm. it. But uh or he just shock us all and just totally crush a good team. That seems like least likely, which I'm like I feel like pessimistic saying that. It just that's just what I feel. Like I don't I'm not expecting him to go out and like throw for, like, you know, thirty for thirty five for three thirty. Like it just doesn't feel like it's likely.
0: No, I, I'm and I'm not not expecting it. Although I wasn't – you asked me last week. You asked me and Brad both last week. Do you think Josh Allen throws a 300-yard game? Absolutely not. He threw a 400-yard game. So I, was, <laughs> I was half right. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm not expecting it. And I've said it before on, on, on this podcast. I don't need my quarterback to come out and throw 300 yards every single week. If Josh Allen can come out and play a clean game and throw 250 for two touchdowns and, you know, maybe you have Singletary come up with – with one or two on his own, I'm fine with that. I I don't need a 300 yard passer every single game. I don't need my quarterback to lead the league in passing when the season's season's done.
1: I just it's want very, a quarterback that's fun out.
0: though. <laughs> oh my, it's a blast! It's a blast, man. I'm having so much fun through two weeks watching this, especially living in Atlanta where you know everyone is Falcons fans, and we saw them blow another lead last week, which was enjoyable for me to watch. But you know, I I'm I'm just hoping that. The ride doesn't end after this week. You know, you, you, we're hearing a lot of MVP talk for Josh Allen.
1: Um, oh, it's 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 two weeks. It's early. Too, too, it's too early, for that. early,
0: It's too early, and it's two teams that he should have went out and had these games against. Right? These are these are the games that Josh Allen should have went out and had big games, which he went and did. Yeah. No preseason. This was not not to 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 crap on the the Jets and the Dolphins, but you know, say these two games were like Buffalo's two warm up games. Yeah, here's your two preseason games. We got Luckily, two wins in the bank. Exactly. Now, now you got to go out this week and go get a go get a big win. Th- th- this game is huge in my opinion. It's 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 a game that can't be overlooked. Even even you know, I know a lot of people are looking already at the Kansas City game in three weeks, but this is probably the biggest game on the schedule until Kansas City. That Josh Allen needs to go out and 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 make his his name known. You know um, the bills are finally getting the national recognition that I feel like they finally deserve. And Josh Allen is, is slowly shutting up the Josh Allen haters. Cause we know that there's a lot of them out there, especially on, on the Twitterverse, verse. Right. Um, but this is the week where Josh Allen, I think can finally either shut them up or let them keep talking. And, and, and it's going to be up to him, man. Yeah.
1: All right. What's yeah. next. So do
0: you think Josh Allen throws his first interception of the year?
1: Um. Suppose it's been an unlikely run so far. Two games, no interceptions. He has. uh I'll tell you. When I was looking at the advanced stats, I was surprised to see that his uh, expected completion percentage, which they is a stat they have player tracking and, and player shoulder pads, and they can find. Um basically how far away from the defender the receiver was at the time of the throw. And then based on the distance and, and that kind of stuff, they give it a you know probability of completion. Josh Allen's expected completion percent was 68.3. That's eighth highest in the NFL, which makes it uh, seem like he's either a has people open, which is half the battle. And then B he's like seeing the open people and hitting them. So he's making good decisions with the ball, at least when he's passing. Maybe not running so much, but at least when he's passing. Um, I don't know. I feel is. I feel like he's due for one. I feel bad again saying that. I don't. I don't know. The Rams are a good team. They should. The Bills should get takeaways against the Rams, and I. I think the Rams will have a takeaway against the Bills.
0: I think so. I. I, I think uh, you know, and, and I don't think that it's going to be for anything other than. Um, Josh just being comfortable and taking a shot to whether it's Diggs or Brown or whomever uh, taking a shot downfield to one of those guys and, and just a nice defensive play. That's all it's going to be. I don't see him trying to make any dumb throws. I don't see him playing, you know, like the old Josh Allen. I think we have finally seen Josh Allen mature. And again, yes, it was two bad teams. I get that, but Josh Allen has taken a big step the last two weeks. You know, a mm-hmm. step that I, me personally, I don't know about you, Nick, and and everyone else listening, but me personally was not expecting. I, I was, if you would have told me that Josh Allen was going to come out and lead the league in passing yards after two weeks, I would have told you you were absolutely crazy.
1: Nope. Hey, Not, what? not, the, not this Josh Allen. That you're watching in, in the Thursday night game. No,
0: not the Josh Allen the Thursday night game.
1: Yeah, no. Um, while we're on the subject, quick uh, self fact check. Um, I'm seeing two other times in recent history that Bills quarterbacks had the most passing yards through two weeks. 2002, Drew Bledsoe had 734, which is seven more than Allen has this year, and 91. Jim Kelly had 744 through his first two games. That was the oh, most in 91.
0: Drew Bledsoe, Hall of Famer, in your opinion?
1: Uh, no. No, good, good okay. quarterback, not a Hall of Famer.
0: Okay, okay, I I would agree with you. Um,
1: I mean, he might get yeah. in, like some some other committee might put him in, but I think usually the ballot, there's gonna be too many good people on the ballot to get him in.
0: I I think. Do you think so? Touch on Hall of Fame real quick, because you know they, sure. they they released a lot of their their their, their names this week. Yeah. Did Steve Tasker finally get in this year. Or is he he got another year looking. Another year Man, on the Ta- Tasker's
1: the year. tough. Um so like every year he's on like the short list, and then the NFL they they cut it down, and then basically a ton of guys usually like before the Super Bowl, I like, just get in a room, I should men and women I should say get in a room and kind of just argue their points over who they think should get in or not get in, and like there's not there's not really a vote. It's like 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 baseball has. It's like kind of back not as bad not as back a room as the NHL is, but uh they they just argue it so mm-hmm. you really need you need someone a who's like passionate about no steve tasker is the greatest special teamer of all time he needs to be like um you need that you need there to not be like an overwhelming amount of other candidates and, um and you kind of just need the stars the line for you so i'm gonna say no not this year i think still somewhere down the line he'll he'll get in but um I don't know. It just doesn't feel like there's this groundswell of support for Steve Tasker yet.
0: Remember to like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff uh, on Twitter at the underscore process pod. Nick, where can they find you on Twitter?
1: At Nick Veronica.
0: Easy enough. Uh, I'm uh, at Chowit 68. Appreciate everybody tuning in this week. And as always, remember to trust the process.